Hello. <laughs> Jacob, welcome. Hello. You're welcome, Jacob. Welcome. Where are the other boys? I don't know. Well, okay, just you then. Oh, it's Jeffrey! If you guys want to listen to the music, it's just tune into the stream. I think this works. I have arrived. Yes, yes! The squad is here. You guys can't see my notes, can you? <laughs> In the stream? No. Okay. And that's working for you boys? Besides um this, you know, I did this recently. You don't have to do it now, but I watched a video that taught me how to make my own Discord music bot. Oh, okay. I would definitely want to do that. So I can find the video for you. Yes. Hey. It's playing yeah, a It's playing the incorrect song. Damn it. I am Eclipse. I am Fear me if you dare. And, you know what? I made a Devin, it's not happening. Alright. balls. Why is Devin cutting out and like sounding like a gremlin? He is a gremlin. I get that, but it's more than usual now. <laughs> it's like... It's like a rat gremlin, though. It's like... <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Turn you up a little bit. Oh, you were turned way down. I'm sorry. That's my fault. All right. Fuck you. I don't care about PA testing. <laughs> Fuck you, say? Jeffrey screams. Yeah, bro. They actually speak on the PA like two doors down. Um, Maybe I was born ready. Maybe I was born this way. Damn, you was born this way. Maybe I was born this way. I load up Minecraft, baby. All the blocks just <laughs> born this way. I got some wood to collect. I got a 64 set. I load up Minecraft. You know, Sorry. you remember too many of those lyrics. <laughs> I remember too. I'm really good at like remembering songs, and it's only like mm -hmm. fragments of the song. But there are some songs and some form of me some forms of media that I will never forget. I know almost every single SpongeBob song ever sung. <laughs> Swear to God. Swear to God, on my mom's life, I would never lie about this. He's not lying. You know what? No, I believe it. I'm not. Oh, I know. I don't want to hear it, but I believe it. <laughs> Please don't. I thought that I had everybody on my, my side. side. Here we go. And I went and blew it. 
all sky high. And now she won't even spare a passing glance. All just because I ripped my pants. When Big Larry came around just to put him down. SpongeBob yeah. turned into a clown. Just so ever wants to dance. With a fool with the and ripped his pants. Ripped it's a good thing pants. I'm recording this. I know. It's good use of Well what? I'm gonna attempt <laughs> I did not I'm gonna attempt to record this session and if it works, then we will continue uh -oh. that. It'll be episodic. <laughs> Do you want me to be PC, Ryan? No, Do I don't give a shit. PC? I don't give a shit. Okay. You said that last time. Okay, I mean if you start being racist to real life races <laughs> Or you do anything that Lance does, then yeah. <laughs> the bar, the line last is right you, before you become Lance. Last time you caught Lance high and me drunk in your podcast <laughs> is not a good mixture of any kind. I think, oh, at least mostly sober. It should be fine. Alright. So... When we last left off, there was an explosion. <laughs> no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that planet's gone, dead. Anyways, a new story begins. <laughs> let me, uh, let me turn the music. I feel as if a, Is a hundred a million souls a all vanished. It's under Realm Atlas. You should, uh, you guys will be in the Tempest Lands. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna need a little help. All at once, I, no, I heard. I promise I'm gonna explain. I'm just saying, I'm picking different music. All at once, I heard. I felt a million souls cry out in pain and then all be silenced at once. <laughs> in the distance, you see a planet just. Yeah, just like you. You just like <laughs> you see us. goes out. Yeah, from your from your guys' point of view, one day, way before this adventure starts, you just look it up at the night sky, and suddenly, like a star, like a light, like a star of light, just poof. <laughs> You're just like, huh? Out of existence. Gone. <laughs> That's weird. Must have been a shooting star. <laughs> Damn! Not the tip of the little dipper, bro. <laughs> yeah, the tip of the little dipper's gone. Um, will we start this adventure? We are going to start under the twilight skies of the Tempest Lands, and we are going to open up with Jeffrey, or uh, as he's known as Eclipse, the Taxby Rogue, as you're sitting in the back of a horse carriage, driven by one human man, Lipton Summers. A human man you met outside your home village, a good distance outside of your hometown of Ranton Soa. Uh, he's a man in his mid-thirties, he's wearing dirty, damp clothing, he smells like linseed and regret. <laughs> he is very, he's very depressing, <laughs> you can tell. He seems to prefer keeping to himself. Um, uh, as you ride in this carriage, you look to your right, and you see just forest trees and shrubbery. Uh, the occasional, like, woodland animal. Um... Scampering off as you make your way down the coastal walk, you are heading to the town of the mining town of Rudiment. Uh, Limpton Summers told you that there would probably be some decent lodging and maybe some work. Because uh, you left your town for reasons you were sure later, but 
you needed needed answers and you couldn't find them in your home village and be that as it may you still need coin you still need a place to sleep and the city of movement a good starting place for you uh, on your left side is the ocean side waves are just crashing softly onto the shore uh, which is quite a sight for you because you've spent your whole life in Rantansoa, so you've never seen the ocean before. You've mostly been hmm. inside the uh, the village. You never saw too much of the outside world. And as you ride in this coach, you're encompassed with the dark. Only the illumination of like beams of boot lights are shining through the carriage window. The music got uplifting out of nowhere. <laughs> You know, you can repeat a song. <laughs> That's what I had it set to, I thought. And as Lipton changes the music on the Bluetooth. <laughs> um, anyway. So, this shit ain't hitting, dog. Anyway, as, as you're being driven in this in this coach, uh, Lipton is going to call down to you. He's going to say, uh, we should, should only be about another two hours uh, when we get there. You're gonna want to check in at the end for lodging. It's called the Motel Sticks. You, you can't miss it. Um, nice. What's um? What's a person of your background doing a rudiment anyway? It's just a modest mining town. Nothing more going on here. And uh, it's something to know. We talked about this earlier, but the world, as you've come to realize it, is the Tempest Lands. They don't really know about taxi bees. So, they've never seen a cat person before, so he's still kind of adjusting to that. I, I, I look I look at the sad man speaking <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I kind of like hood a little bit, but you can still see that fucking huge tuft of white on my chest just like stick out. Like, it's prominent on my chest, almost like that of a mane. Um, and I kind of, like, put my hood up a little bit, like, draw it a little bit further down. And I go, um, damn, my good sir, I'm, uh, I'm coming here and seek of knowledge. That's all I'll say. All right. Just, but just know that when a tabaxi, such as myself, Cut out of, comes out of our village. It's a very rare thing. So enjoy my presence while you can. I guess. <laughs> and then I kind of just, I kind of, is, is there like room on the carriage? Like it's, there's like, like room enough for me to like lay down. I could say and you look could at lay the down. sky as we're going through. Yeah, I think, yeah, kind of like lay down. Mm-hmm. Lay down. I have a piece of straw. Put it in my mouth. Mm. I kind of just watch the night sky as it goes through, just contemplating on my existence <laughs> as a cat person. As we all do. Uh, and he's just going to see that you're not one for conversation. He's just going to go, mm. and he's going to go back to snacking and uh, just eating uh, his, his little meal. He's got some rations, some dried jerky, and what have you. Um, about about an hour passes. Uh, it's very quiet. And, um... Jacob... Right. Uh, you are on the side of the road, picking through garbage and forest grubs, just living your best life. And while you're scavenging, a horse carriage passes by you. 
It's not the first carriage you've seen this night, um, so you don't pay it any mind, but as it passes, uh, the human man driving the carriage throws something off the side of the vehicle, and it lands right next to you, just poof, poof. Oh. And you look, and it's a half-eaten slice of bread. Oh shit, I oh, eat it immediately. <laughs> you immediately eat it, it's so, so yummy in your tummy. Uh, but you only, it's only enough for a bite or two, but you can see that he's, he's got m much more bread on him, and he's still snacking. What would you like to do? Okay, um, look at this, I go, hmm, bread, and then I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to roll a stealth check and try to get onto this fucking, this guy's carriage. Alright, go ahead and roll that stealth check. <laughs> Alright, I got... How big, how big is your character, Jacob? I'm like, let me double check. I think you said he's like four to five feet. I think is what it was, somewhere around yeah. there. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like around. Oh shit! Right. So he's like, he's, he's a person. Big bird. Yeah. I climb in the thing. I got a twenty-four. <laughs> a twenty-four. Okay. So are you trying to sneak uh into the carriage, or are you trying to sneak up to next to the driver? I'm got, I'm trying to sneak into the carriage. Okay, so as you sneak in, Lipton Summers is completely unaware that you've just snuck on to his, um, on his carriage. Uh, Jeffrey, what's your passive perception? It's probably not My 24. My passive perception? It's a 13. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Alright, so there's a good beat of time. Jake, uh, Jacob, you sneak onto the carriage, no problem. Uh, you're so quiet that initially, initially, the taxi bee does not notice you climbing the notice window. It. I do notice the fucking, fucking, the giant cat. Yeah, you I'm notice, like, like, like mm -hmm. <laughs> staying <laughs> quiet, I just got my bulging crow eyes. And... So, as of right now, you're just in this carriage. Eclipse is just laying there, eyes closed, uh, just resting, or, or, or just staring up at the sky. But you know, any moment, all he has to do is just turn his head, and he'll see you. Okay, I'm gonna quickly roll investigation to find <laughs> more food. Okay, go ahead and roll an investigation. <laughs> Jeffrey, roll me a perception check to see if you can hear bread rummaging through your carriage. So I got a 16. <laughs> okay. I find the food. Yeah, you. I'd say you find a little like you find Lipton Summers like a little stash of food, a little pouch. It's got Perfect. it's got all the bread you can ever want. Uh, Jeffy, did you roll that perception check? Jeffrey? He's muted. That means he doesn't see me. Give me the bread. <laughs> Give me the bread. 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 I was boss bread. probably walking. Bread. 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 I don't... So I do have a question real quick. I'm yeah. sorry, boys. Uh... Is there a map I should be looking at, or not, a... You don't have to, like, look at it right this second, but if you go on the Discord server we're in, if you look under Realm Atlas, that will be the map. Okay. You guys can okay. assume you will come across a map at some point, canonically. <laughs> gotcha. And then, um... When I'm rolling, do I... Gonna do it through the... D&D Beyond. D&D Beyond. Yeah, uh, is there a way to do that? Where everybody sees everybody's stuff, or yeah, if you go to the campaigns tab and you open up, you go to my campaigns and then you find the Tempest Lands, you uh -huh. open that, click on your character, and then you can roll with your character sheet. And that oh, yeah. should work. Uh, 
I've been rolling physically. Do you want me to just roll? I mean, I don't thing? really give a shit. I trust you guys. Okay. Okay, so I view my character in yeah. here, and then I can roll. Yeah. Sick. I'm just going to test it real quick. Jeffrey. Gotcha. Cool. Fucking he, oh my god, he's dead. Alright, um... I'm so sorry, I got a phone call, I'm here. Okay. I'm here, <laughs> what, what, I'm sorry. Roll me a quick perception check, Jeffrey. <clears throat> Absolutely, I will. Oh fuck, that's a nat one! Oh my <laughs> god! So you just, okay. Brad, you are just so stealthy. <laughs> This big yeah. ass parakeet fucking. You are just <laughs> snacking on bread, but you're doing it so quietly that he still has not noticed you. And with a nat one, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say you guys get to your destination <laughs> before. Uh, Holy fucking shit! Okay, okay yeah. I'm just gonna like, I'm unless, just gonna sit down. I'm gonna just eat bread. <laughs> yeah, unless he wanted to do something, Jacob, to grab his attention, because he got a nat one. Like, I'm gonna say he doesn't notice you till you guys get there. Um... So it's up to you. No, I'm trying not to get really get the attention of this giant predatory animal, so I'm just gonna keep silently... <laughs> I'm not this giant, thing. I'm like... I'm like five foot four. Well, you're fucking still like a predator to me. I'm nevertheless, I'm fucking just... Yeah, you I'm know kidding. cats would eat birds, and so you could assume, like, you could think that a cat person would probably eat a bird person. Like, this is just your assumptions, but... Like, you've I mean, seen nature. I'm just gonna eat this shit like a bird, like, just peck at this shit, like, in small holes. Breadcrumbs are just hitting Jeffrey, uh, Eclipse in the face, but he's just so out of it. Okay. I'm as the carriage, as the carriage continues to huntward, as the cat and bird person sit across from each other, Eclipse, unaware that bread is even there. Um, yeah, so I think we say another hour passes, um, before the carriage comes to a, to a stop. Um, and then Eclipse, as you climb out of the carriage, uh, Lipton looks behind you and he's like, what the hell? As he sees bread just hobble out, covered in breadcrumbs. Yeah, just come out and it's like, bread. Um. <laughs> ja <laughs> oh my god, I was saying Jackson. Eclipse goes, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> What the fuck is that? And I get I get all defensive because you're yelling. I go, Brain! Bread. When when did a Kaku get in here? Bread. 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 Did you bread. eat my bread? Bread. That was bread. for my ride home, you jackass. <laughs> bread. Lipton <laughs> Lipton squints his eyes. I click, I click. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Eclipse, Eclipse finds the the big bird kind of funny, <laughs> so he goes, so he goes. I'm I'm willing to pay for the the bread that bread <laughs> or this bird ate. All right, and give me five copper, and I'll forget about it. I I hand him five copper. And he pockets that, and then he glares at bread. <laughs> this fucking like transient bird person. I look at him with my soulless eyes. This bread. <laughs> All right. Like oh my I... fucking god. <laughs> like I told the feline over here. 
uh, you best check in with the local end. Uh, the man that runs the place is named Montag. Um, he'll get you squared away. And uh, if you're looking for work, best to wait until the morning. No one's going to be up at this hour. And I'm going to assume no one's going to want to be woken up and open the door to the Mr. Fred over here and the cat person. Might be kind of jarring. Fred. Um, Fair enough. Uh, when you wake Can up you point the, us in the direction? Yeah, he's, he's going to point out. So he, you're kind of just outside the town, like like by, just by the gate. It's a very small mining town. There's, you, If you had to guess the population, it had it has to be like... Under a hundred, easily. There's only like two dozen buildings, give or take. Um, and he points at the uh, motel, the motel River Sticks that you'll be staying at, and uh, you see that it's one of those places that's a motel and it's a tavern because you see uh, a door in the front that has a sign over it that says Everspring Tavern, uh, but the main sign on the building says Motel Sticks. And uh, Lester Ruffer is going to point uh, to just, just across the street uh, to the town hall. And he says, uh, if you need work, Lester River is going to be your, the man to talk to. He's more or less the de facto mayor of this mining town. Uh, he's been a bit of a shut-in these days. What with the the white dragon and the cosmic orcs and what have you. And, uh, Good to go. Cool. Um, he bids you farewell, and he just kind of, he, he drives his, uh, carriage away, and do you guys go to the tavern motel? I kind of just look at the giant bird man, like, I'm gonna go this way. <laughs> and I kind of just, like, I keep my eyes on him a little bit, because, like, he said his eyes are fucking soulless. I mean... And I'm like, uh... <laughs> And I kind of just, I kind of just slowly walk away. Do, do I notice he has any like little doodads on him? Um, why don't like you? Like anything, anything shiny. Uh, Jeffrey, what are you carrying on you? I have uh like a necklace that was like an ancient relic in my village on my neck, mm-hmm. but it's like underneath all my fur. Okay. I guess you could maybe see it. And then, like, obviously, like, my sword, it's mm-hmm. kind of shiny, I guess. He's got he's got some decently shiny things on him, yeah. Like, I, I think the like, sword catches your attention. But for for the fact that this obvious predator isn't trying to eat me is is is, is driving my curiosity. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna follow this this tiger man. All right, you follow the tiger king over here. Uh, and, uh, you guys walk into the inn, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you... I look for the barkeep. Okay, so... Sitting you... there at the bar. So you walk in, you see a bit of a disheveled establishment, worn wooden round tables, booths with torn upholstery. The floors are sticky with L. Uh, there's a drunken dwarf passed out the bar. This is clearly a customer. Um... He's got, like, a spilled uh, mug of ale on the counter. Uh, At the bar is a young, uh, not young, more like uh, mid-30s, just human man. And as you walk in, he clocks the two of you. And it's, you know, he he looked a little, like, bummed out, uh, bored maybe. But as you guys walk in, his attitude shifts a little. 
not so much reacting to the goon squad walking in of the bird person, cat person, but just happy to see people. It's like, oh, hey, hello. Uh, if you're looking for lodging, I still have four rooms free tonight. Fred? I would definitely like one. Fred. I don't know about the bird man. Fred. I'm pretty Fred. sure the only thing he can say is bread. So. Need stick? Got a stick? Need stick? Bread? Oh, that's that's new. <laughs> Montag nods like, alright, so I will take that as a yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got, uh, I've got, I've got, each room is about a silver piece east, each for each night. Uh, food is included. Um, you'll have to pay for your own alcohol, of course, if that's what you want. Uh, are you guys getting a single room, or are you sharing a room? I would like a single room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel comfortable sharing it with a bird man. And I don't know if he has any money on him. I look at him. Do you have any money? And I put like up like the okay, like coin. Mm-hmm. I, I I look through my belongings. I like I search through like a, a really bitty little pouch, and I have exactly. Um, hold on, give me a second. Where <laughs> I have exactly one silver and two copper. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also, uh, he's like, I mean, for the first night, I think that shall be acceptable. Um, and if you guys pay for the room, you'll accept your payment. And I want to do a tiny retcon. Uh, besides the dwarf that's at the bar, there is another man that is drinking alone. In, um, a little booth by himself in the back corner. Is he an interesting man? Uh, yeah. Some would say he's very interesting. Definitely would be worth having a conversation with, or maybe that person would like to speak up. And <laughs> I pay I pay for the room. I just put the money on the mm-hmm. on the counter, on the, on the bar. And I and I walk over to the said interesting man. What does said interesting man look like? Uh, Colton, what does your character look like? My character looks like a worse for wear a wooden elf. Who's obviously seen some stuff, but with a slightly puffed fake smile. Am I also like? Is it obviously fake? The money. Just, <laughs> it's just a smirk, a slight happy smirk. And um... I sit down right next to him, not night like. Having no cares about personal boundaries. <laughs> I'm just getting all up in his shit. I'm just well, like, who are you? Feline <laughs> curiosity. Well, you idiots are having this conversation. I'm just going to scratch up the floor and pull out my drum. <laughs> I'm just going to start beating my drum in the middle of this fucking why, bar. Why, why, are you, why are you scratching up the floor? <laughs> Fred. I mean, I, just, I fucking drum. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, <laughs> well, I, you people are trying to sleep upstairs. I don't know if the drum's the best instrument at 2 a.m. Oh. Need a stick? Got a stick? <laughs> if I give you a stick, will you stop banging on your drum? As like a mid-air about to hit the drum again, I look at him like, bread, bread. <laughs> Montag's gonna <laughs> walk outside for a quick minute and just find a stick for you. I admire the stick. It's um, 
it's not a, it's not bad. I mean, you've definitely like it's not the worst stick you've ever seen. Like it's definitely got its merit. It's definitely like got character, but it's not gonna be good enough uh, to be worth keeping. You can tell. Mm. But you appreciate the sentiment. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. <laughs> I assume. I will stop bothering this establishment. I'm going to put my drill away. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, we flash back to Eclipse. Because uh, he just asked Colton's character a question. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I'll turn to the Catman. Then I'll say it's quite an interesting friend you have there. Are you guys companions? I say, I, I, I look at him and I go, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> that is, but <laughs> it followed me. So I don't know if it like imprinted on me or something <laughs> or what, but like I've heard, like five words total come out of its mouth. One is bread and the other ones are like got a stick. So I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. Okay, and I'll, I'll retort with, uh, well, what a mother, that, or what a wonderful mother you will be. Uh, <laughs> my name is Doraka Oakborn. Please call me Oak. Good to go. I, I look at him and I go, I'm, uh, I, don't, I don't think I'm the motherly type, but you can call me, my, my name is uh, Eclipse of the Moon. Or you can call me Eclipse. I prefer Eclipse, actually. Um, but uh, what, what brings you here? Shouldn't you be in the woods or something? Okay, and I'll turn to Eclipse now. Uh, with a little bit of a heartier smile now and say, uh, Well, I'm on a journey. I'm seeking something uh, that I can't quite describe or grasp yet but I believe that I just need to follow my gut. How about yourself? And and I kind of like, I'm kind of like, oh, shit, bro. You too? <laughs> like, I get, I get this big old smile on my face. I'm like, damn, bro. I'm trying to shit too. I can't really describe it. <laughs> Don't really know what the fuck it is. <laughs> But I'm trying to find too man. <laughs> like, so I'm just I'm just search of knowledge, you know. You know, you you, you know you know this the saying curiosity killed the cat, killed my cousin. <laughs> so yeah, I'm kind of just doing this. I'm doing the same thing because where I'm from, like we don't go out that much. We kind of just inside all day. Little, little village. Yeah, Colton. Hidden in the leaves. Your character has never uh, seen a cat person before. Yeah. This is bizarre. Okay. Big bet. Okay. Right. And uh, I'll, I'll turn to him and say, he really lost all nine lives that way? And I like... I'm kind of just like... Like when you when you look at my character, like I still have my hood up, so and I have black fur, like super dark, like almost shiny black fur all around except for a giant white circle on my chest. 
that looks like the moon if you had to describe it in a way. And then I just have these super blue piercing eyes that sh like shine through all the darkness. I guess you could describe it as. And I'm just fucking enraptured because I've never met in a fucking elf before. I'm just like, I want to know everything. Tell me everything. Can you talk to trees? <laughs> it depends on the tree. Some of them are talkative. Holy <laughs> shit, bro. I look at the bird, man. I go, he can talk to trees. I just look at you and I like open my mouth and I go, in your exact voice, I go, he could talk to trees. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk over to you guys and sit on the table. Like, not in a chair, just on the table. I'm like, like what? <laughs> I'm like, huh? Brent. I was like, did he just, did he just copy my fucking voice? Brent. Okay. Well, I go over, I go over to the, to the barkeep slash innkeeper, whatever the fuck. And I go, can I get a big, hefty, Pint, my good sir. Pint. Pint. And I'll scream from pint, the back pint. asking for one as well. Uh, I'm, I'm I, just gonna yell, pint, 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 I, bread, pint. Okay, I guess three I'm pints. getting three. I guess, alright, three pints for the table. And he's gonna go, and he's gonna grab some glasses, he's gonna fill it up with the spout, and then he's gonna bring over just a round of ale for everybody. Three pints of ale. And uh, as this is happening... As as he start as he puts the drinks down on the table, uh, you guys suddenly the building rumbles a little bit. Soft, like like you you, you think you imagined the first time, and it does it again. And this time it feels like just a tiny, quick earthquake. You guys have experienced earthquakes before. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you hear a loud poof as planks of wood fall from the you know the upper floor, and suddenly. A man in about 23 falls through the floor from the second story, hits a table, destroys the table, and uh, suddenly a mechanical device starts flying through the air, destroying everything in the tavern. Uh, I need everyone to make dexterity. Shit. I need everyone to make me dexterity saving throws. Oh, I, just, I just, I just, I just call like a fucking girl. Like, oh. <laughs> okay. Do I need to? Do I need to make one too? <laughs> I'm gonna say you're fine. <laughs> Can okay. I make an extra dex throw to save the pint? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay, so the first one will be for the pint because that's important. Okay. Uh, and I rolled a ten. Okay, is that said... for the pint? Yeah, for the pint. Okay, how about yourself? <laughs> okay, for myself, I rolled an eleven. <laughs> that's. I guess I have... So you're... that that's great. You just you're... barely dodge. The flying contraption, and you don't spill a single drop of your pint. Oh, let's go, baby. <laughs> Alright. And anyone else's deck saves. I got a 21. You're fine. You, fl oh you flutter out of the way. <laughs> oh, I'm in the corner of the room. I get out of the corner of the room and I pull up my, my light crossbow. Like, <laughs> 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 and, um. My deck save was a, was a 12. Yeah, you're safe. <laughs> so everyone's saying low save, but. <laughs> I think- oh yeah, I gotta vote for Montag too, don't I? Alright. One second. Jeez. Oh. He? Give me my... He I also fucking saved. hiss like a cat and stick to the wall, bro, and like- Alright. <laughs> so, so, it's- it's- it's the man falling through the ceiling that's kind of like the warning. And as- as what you can assume is some sort of mechanical glider, 
just fucking flies to the kitchen and you just hear the smashing of plates and dishware and just everything being destroyed as the flying contraption comes to a stop. And now you just stand in the rubble of what just happened. <laughs> Alright, uh, I am laying on the ground and after all of that happens, I'm like, oh my word. <laughs> my feathers are standing on and he's like, I'm like, ah, ah. <laughs> Alright, I'm a... Yeah, my fucking... My my tail is like pricked up, just like fucking erect, <laughs> just like the fuck just happened. Okay, Jeffrey, uh, we'll, we'll, Jeffrey, take a sip from my beer to make sure the foam doesn't spill over because it was jarred. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey, I would it be safe for me to assume that you're doing the cat thing where you're fucking just like a hunched over fucking hair standing on end? I actually can stand on a table too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like holy shit. It was probably the most insane thing you've just witnessed, ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. I'm gonna look around and see... Oh. Oh, hello there. I'm gonna see... I'm gonna look over to uh, the elf and uh, the cat. And I'm gonna say, Oh, my apologies. I, none of you were hurt, were you? Bread. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think he's telling you off. <laughs> I'm gonna turn around. I'm gonna turn around to the bird, and hey, I'm gonna bird. Hey, bird. Yeah, I'm gonna turn around to the bird. Blink like, once if you're telling him off. Red. <laughs> Red. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna look over to the bird that's just shouting at me. I'm like, oh, hello there, my avian friend. Red. Ah, bread. <laughs> ah, yes, bread would be very good and right I, now. And so I look, a very good I look at the barkeep and I go, uh, can we... Montag. I'm gonna walk over, I'm gonna walk over I to... look at uh, the barkeep and say, can we get a fourth? Montag, <laughs> Montag stands up from behind the bar where he was ducking down. And he's like, what? <laughs> I'm gonna walk over to Montag and be like, uh, my apologies, good sir. And I'm gonna drop four gold uh, onto the table. I believe this should cover the damages. God, Damien! Why? Would you, why? I told you not to work on that while you stay here. <laughs> he is gonna take the full gold, though. Because I'll put away <laughs> my fucking crossbow. I walk. I walk. Uh, well, allow me. I'll uh, retrieve my invention. <laughs> uh, right, you, I'll, I'll finish my beer as this is all going down. Uh, you you walk into the kitchen. Upon where you saw the glider go, and it's just, it's in a, just destroyed. It's completely destroyed, along with pretty much everything in the kitchen. You figure full gold was just, was a good about to give him for the damages done. Was it a good amount? <laughs> you, you think it's a starting point. <laughs> he, uh, your, your rent upon, might go up. <laughs> upon, upon seeing him go in there, I would like to follow, because I'm curious. Like a cat, oh, and I see, I, I, I see the glider, and my eyes just light up. I, I like literally just sprint over to him, and I get all up in his shit, and I'm like, "What is that?" Uh, curious, aren't you? This is what I was calling a glider. Yeah, glider. It's an invention I've been working a on for a while. Glider. It's something that should help me fly. 
you I hear fly and fly. I mean, perk up. I go, oh my god, I'm choking on my watermelon. <laughs> you can fly. Yeah, there's no like flying contraptions that you guys know about. I mean, you know, like of magic and people can fly and stuff, but like he's talking about making a machine that can fly. Damn. That's like beyond like the scope of like technology in this world. Uh, and I'm like, does it use magic? No, this is purely technology. Technology. What the fuck is technology? Okay, you know what technology <laughs> is. <laughs> like you, you can, you, you, like just because it's advanced doesn't mean you can't tell it's a machine. Fucking Brent doesn't know anything about technology. That's true. Just walk up and like just touch it, like technology. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't know. That's true. I'm uh, I'm going to uh, gather the uh, destroyed pieces of my glider, and I'm going to uh, say to Eclipse, oh, I thought I had gotten close with it, but apparently yeah, there's still much more work I need to do with this. I would love to see the finished product. By the way, my name is Eclipse of the Moon. You can call me Eclipse. And I hold out my little padded hand. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, my feline friend. You can refer to me as Damien. Nice okay. to meet you, Damien. I'd like to go to the the barkeep and actually order four more drinks. <laughs> okay. For... <laughs> I just okay. I just want to run this by you real quick. So you guys have already ordered three pints, and then you ordered a fourth one for Damien, and now you want another four. And all yes, four. absolutely. <laughs> it seems like we have a, now a drinking company. <laughs> he slowly just starts pouring the drinks. <laughs> But he's like keeping an eye on all of you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to put both of my bird hands on the on like the table in front of the drink, and then I'm going to drink it like a bird, like pecking at it and like lifting my fucking neck and head all the way up so it falls down my throat. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, and again, Montag <laughs> is just like watching from the bar, just like <laughs> like squinting eyes, like what the fuck. Yeah, grab. no, I mean, I mean, I, I grab, I grab the pint and I start licking it up. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm little, like, All right, how does everyone else drink their drink? <laughs> I'm drinking it like a normal human. Okay. <laughs> right. But I am fascinated down. by the bird. I'll slam it the fuck down. Nice. I'm chasing it with something. Ooh. Okay, let's see. What, what would you roll if you're chugging it? That would be uh, a constitution uh, check. Constitu roll me a constitution, constitution. check. Okay, dokie. I rolled a, fif a 15 plus 1, so I got a 16. Alright, you're, you're, you're able to hold nice. your liquor down. Um, you're, you're, you're pretty buzzed, though. Alright, and then I'll, I'll, turn to, I'll turn to Damien and I'll ask him. Let's uh, be like, so, what is... Oh, I am on a okay, quest for adventure. If you're looking to travel, I believe we have quite a unique party here. If it checks out with Eclipse. And Eclipse, Eclipse is like pulls up from licking, <laughs> lapping up his his uh his ale, 
and like I've never had a drop of alcohol in my life before. So I'm just fucking red in the face, fresh out drunk right now. Roll me a constitution. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, I'll forego that bitch. I know I'm drunk. Okay, then yeah, you're fucking, you are drunk. Col Colton's buzzed, and, you're and, drunk. And I kind of look up and I'm like, I don't know why it falls on me, but... <laughs> I would love to travel with you, goofy goobers. <laughs> okay, and I'll turn to the bird. If and... you would accept me. <laughs> ah, such an amusing group you are. Okay, and I'll, I'll turn to the bird man, uh, Mr. Bread, and uh, I'll ask, so does a youngin and his mother really do accept our, the journey? Red. I'll take it as a yes. <laughs> Alright. It sounds like everybody is on board. And as you guys drink, is there anything else you'd like to do before you head to your respective rooms for the night? There's just a hole in my room now, right? So yeah, there's a giant hole in the floor of your room, and Montag is not fixing it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I go, you can sleep in my bed, good sir. I'll just curl up on the floor. And I pass out drunk on the floor. That'll be unnecessary, my friend. You could still, like, Damon, you could still, like, sleep in your room. Like, it's not, you just have to watch out for the hole. When I go into my room, I want to specifically not sleep in the bed. I want to, like, pull out, like, ransack the room, because I've never been inside a room with walls before. I'm going to ransack and see what's in here. I'm going to pull the covers and make a hammock by hanging it through, like, a window or some shit, and then sleep like a hammock. Okay, are you, what are you, what are you tearing apart? It's like... Balls? Well, like I'm, I'm like no, I'm like fucking like like throwing all the like covers, shit to make a, to make a open, I'm, like pulling all like the drawers out of like the fucking cabinets and like <laughs> like is there anything that's like around. I'm just like investigating it, throwing it around until eventually I makeshift a hammock, the bed sheets, and I sleep that way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, as you're tearing um, apart the room, as you open a nightstand, you do find a Bible uh, for the cosmic orcs religion it's i look at this i look at this and i um i rip out a piece of paper i take a bite <laughs> um realize it doesn't taste very good i'm gonna throw the book across the room and then i'm gonna go to bed <laughs> <laughs> all right so <laughs> brad's gonna he tears apart we all do we all have a cosmic yeah so you all, all have a cosmic, have a cosmic orc orc bible? bible you do i look i look at the bible like, like, surprise, because I don't know if I, I have I ever heard of cosmic orcs before. Um, I think live you guys live in the Tempest Lands. You have heard like this is this is just based on knowledge that you guys would just know living here, is that there's been like, uh, not a research and still you know, for the about ten or so years, uh, orcs started following like a religious path in their life. A lot of them. Uh, at some point, they developed this ideology about the Cosmic Orc, which is this powerful orc deity that is watching over the world, but is specifically more invested in the interest of orcs than it is in, for the humanoids in general. Uh, and you know that they are... Mm. If, you had, if you had to compare it to a real-life 
religion, it'd be like Mormons mixed with Scientologists. Where they're not like all insanely crazy, but was more misled. But there's definitely some, you know, more hectic. Uh, there's some crazy there. shit going there's on. Some cra- like you've, you've heard talks of just Dang. rumors of like uh sacrifices and what have you crusades yeah and crusades minor but it's it's getting worse and worse but none of you as of this point um um as far as we know right have had encounters with cosmic orcs hmm. um and as you look I at kinda, the bible i pocket the bible as you look at the bible it's it's written in orc <laughs> written in orcs. So that gives you the impression that well, the orcs good. are not very good at converting people. <laughs> very well. I see. I put I put the orc bible in my pocket regardless. Yeah, okay. Everyone can have a cosmic orc bible if they wish. Uh, but yeah, if no one else does anything, then you guys will sleep the, the morning away. Um, Damien? Oh my god, our first long rest. Yeah, you guys get a long rest. Um... <laughs> Uh, Damon, when you wake up, uh, let's see, what do I want you to roll? Roll, roll me an acrobatics check. <laughs> okay. Natural 20. Okay. You, oh, damn. You wake damn. up with, like, chipper, and you just, like, you leap over the hole <laughs> to your dresser, and then you put on your clothes. Like, you fully remember the hole is there. <laughs> Despite being a little hungover, maybe. Just a bit. Uh, and everyone else wakes up normal because there isn't a giant hole in the room. And uh, Alright, and actually, I imagine Damien oh, yeah. would actually wake up earlier than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Just so we can start sketching out more inventions. Uh, inventions on his, uh, on the desk in his room. Yeah, you, you, you get a lot of work done, and, um... You, you, your first test of the hang glider was not so successful, but it did fly, so you feel like you are on the right track. Because that is, as insane as that was, that moment, that is that was a huge moment, because that is the first time your hang glider has flown. So you, you know that you actually are making fantastic progress. You just, it was odd for you to choose to test it out in your room. <laughs> You maybe thought that it would just hover. <laughs> uh, and as you getting work done, eventually you, along with everyone else, probably makes the way down to the tavern. Montag is still cleaning up the fucking destroyed yep. remnants of everything. Um, that The drunk dwarf that was in there earlier, he is gone. And um, Eclipse, you remember that Lipton Summers, your carriage driver, told you that just down, just across the street, was the uh, town hall where one Lest River, sort of their de facto mayor, is handing out quests to people because things are getting a little, little kooky in the Tempest Lands with the cosmic orcs and this dragon. Which, by the way, you guys, you guys know about these cosmic orcs a little bit. You don't know a whole lot about this dragon they're talking about. Mm. You know of dragons, but you don't. You you know you've never seen one. And hearing that one's, like, in the area is a little intimidating. Nah. Eclipse is just like, fuck yeah, I'd love to meet a dragon, bro. <laughs> okay, and can, but anyways, I go, I go downstairs. Yeah. And I'm eating, I'm eating a little bit of bre- breakfast. Breakfast. Um, you're eating a little bit of breakfast. 
uh, Brad, you you were provided some lovely toast. Uh, by yes. Bag. <laughs> bread, 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 bread. Fucking eat the toast. Just tear it apart. Everyone else has got their own meals of sorts. It's just besides bread, everyone's got like just basic toast and eggs and you know a side of ham. Very, very, very simple, but very, very filling. And uh, if everyone are all four of the retards here. All four of the retards are here, unless anyone wants Go. to be anywhere else. I've been I've been wafted to the this place by bread. <laughs> and all and all sunshiny and happy mm -hmm. that uh all that sunshine and happiness that you all saw eclipse have at night all gone mm -hmm. fucking gone he just looks like he hates his fucking life right now <laughs> and he's like all right y'all are we gonna go to this fucking town hall and get this quest or what What's the matter, Eclipse? Not as chipper as you were last night. And I, I pulled down my hood and I just have the fucking meanest scowl on my fucking face that I could ever conjure in a million years. And I'm like, I don't fucking like daytime. <laughs> the moon is the best thing on this planet. I didn't, I didn't realize that. And then I kind of squint my eyes. I squint my eyes and then I put my hood back on and I walk away. Out the door, headed to the town hall. Moon. <laughs> Moon. Moon. Bread. Hey. Right. the toast. Okay, and I'd like to chip in and be like, it sounds like somebody had their first hangover. <laughs> and then I'll follow at the door. That's true. You, your mood could be affected by your hangover. Or maybe you just really fucking hate the sun. You know? I really fucking hate the sun. <laughs> Dude, I'm all black. You know how hot I get? Fuck the sun. You're by the sea, so it's actually just a nice coastal breeze in the area. It's actually not too bad. But, I mean, that's your perception. Maybe you hate Upon it. Upon feeling that breeze, I lighten up. I lighten up a little bit, but I still fucking hate the sun. Alright. I wonder what quests they will have available for us. Man. Right. Mind that goes, I don't know. <laughs> Eclipse goes, I hope they get to fucking kill something. <laughs> Montag's like, oh my god. <laughs> He's fucking goose. So, when you guys make your way outside, <laughs> then we can get out of here. Um, you're getting a better look at this, uh, the city of Rudiment during the day. You came in during the night, uh, many of you, and uh, so you didn't see a whole lot. But you see now that you guys, the city of Rudiment, is nestled in some rocky foothills. Um, and what you know as the Raven Mountains. Uh, the, these mountains are snow-capped, uh, and then where you guys are at are near the base of the mountains, still kind of elevated, but the sea is not too far away. So there's a nice, like, breeze in the air, but you know if you walked up the mountains, you would quickly encounter snow. So it's very brisk here. Um, Rudiment's residents seem to be quiet, hardworking folk who come, you know, from all walks of life. You do see, like, dwarves and humans and what have you. Just seem like farmers, stonecutters, blacksmiths, traders, what, you know, etc. There's no walls, there's no garrison. Um, some people carry weapons on them, but you can just tell that's just like a carrying for their own protection kind of deal. Um, and as you walk up to the Townmaster Hall, which is just down the road, just across the street, uh, you see... Uh, the hall has sturdy stone walls with a pitched wooden roof and a bell tower at the back uh, with a post board uh, just next to the door. 
right on the wall. And, um, but the door's closed, and you, you don't hear anything. You don't know if anyone's home yet. It is, like, 9 a.m. What do you do? I'm gonna... On the I door. mean, I head right inside. Right. Yeah, just go right inside. Door is locked. Um, so when you try to open the door, nothing happens. <laughs> and, uh, you hear a voice from inside. It says, if you're a dragon or a cosmic orc, I am not interested in being eaten or converted. Thank you, and have a nice day. Oh, oh my, my good God, friend, I assure you, we are neither orcs nor oh. dragons. A little hint oh on... Oh my God, Again. You sound. You hear the sounds of multiple locks being unlocked, and then the door cracks open a little bit, and you see just like a middle-aged, uh, pompous man, just peeking through the little slit in the door he's made. He's like, "You're not cosmic orcs." None of snow. No, none of you are. None of you are dragon. Not that I last recalled. No. Right, well, Red. Although he does fly. Red. <laughs> uh, Les Bever just takes in the goon squad for a second before he just slowly goes can I help you with something? Do you have any quests for us? Any quests? Oh, you're here for work? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I've got I've got some work for you guys that I think you could be interested in. I sound a lot like the guy who was in that bar earlier. <laughs> uh, let's see. And you see he starts, uh, he grabs the, at something on the table right next to the door. It's like, well, I do, do need some work done. I have, um, over in Mo Melancholy Hill, there's, uh, our local midwife. Uh, she needs to be warned about the dragons and the cosmic orcs. So if you guys can bring her back here, uh, I'll give you, I'll give you some gold. About 25. Um, let's see. There's, um, a dwarven mine. Uh, Prospector Cletus also needs to be warned about the impending doom. Uh, that will get you 50 gold, because he's, he's our prospector, like, he's the one in charge, so we really need him here safe and sound. Uh, and then I have another quest, uh, at Mushroom Cap Cavern. Uh, there's a bunch of Tempest Gnomes in there. Uh, I suspect they might have something that can kill this godforsaken dragon. Um, so, either you can keep the weapon, or I'll buy it off you. But that's all I've got right now. Hmm. I'm gonna look, uh, back to, uh, the party. And, uh, I'll let you guys know. I'm gonna send these, um, in the, in the, in a chat. It'll be under less quests, so you can read what it says. But, uh, you guys can talk. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Hmm. Well, what's the of you, gentlemen? Red. I, I gotta go. I'm not really in the saving people mood right now, but, you know, we can fucking do whatever. Hmm. Red. I'll, I'll, I'll bring up the weapon. I, I like the sound of that. Daraka is interested and has never heard of a local legend like this. So he asks a little bit more about the quest to find, to slay the gnomes and find the weapon. Okay. First, firstly, very important, you won't be slaying any gnomes. <laughs> uh, gnomes are 
uh, ally of us, and they're very helpful. They give us a lot of our tools, so if you slay them, it would be pretty, pretty inconvenient. All you have to do is go there, warn them of the dragon, the cosmic orcs, and then see if they have any magical wa weapons. That's all you have to do. Simple, simple as. And where are these gnomes located again? Uh, uh... <laughs> you see he's roughing through his papers. Let's see, they're actually pretty close by. It's the half-day travel away. Uh, if you make your way through the Raven Mountains, uh, south, right behind us, uh, follow the road, the main road, it'll take you right to it. It's gonna be, um, the mountain's gonna have multiple cave entrances, there's gonna be a pulley elevator in the front, you can't miss it. <laughs> I guess we'll do that then. Alright. So, is there anything you guys would like to do before you venture off to the Mushroom Cat Cavern? Mm, not that I would like to find a weapon shop. Okay. Um, when you say that, uh, Lester River goes, well, um, uh, just, just west of here, there's a um, few-minute walk. There's Sporks Depot. He might be of some help if you're looking for weapons. Thank what city you. are we in again? Are we in Everspring? You're in the city of Rudiment. It is, uh... On oh, the we're map. in Rudiment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just a mining town. You, the, the reasoning, I would say, for you guys coming here, it's like, you know there's work and there's cheap lodging. And so that's kind of just where you're starting. You figured that'd be a good place to start your adventure. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, so, and then... And then Lester River just said, if you want weapons or anything, Sporks Depot is just down the way. It's gonna look like a big ol' smithy. Can't miss it. Let's head to the depot. Alright, everyone's heading to the depot? Alright, let me... Okay. So, <clears throat> you walk up to a rather large, large structure, um, with a flat roof and stone slab foundations and multiple empty armor stands in the front. On the left side of the roof are multiple chimneys that are billowing smoke into the air. Um, and on the right side is a single chimney. That's not billowing anything, that's made of brick. Um, and you see in front with the armor stance, just a bunch of, like, random junk. Little trinkets, nothing that looks like of use. Honestly, it looks more like trash than anything else. You get the feeling that this, this store, this depot, is multi-purpose. And as you walk through the already ajar door, you get a glimpse of the bizarre interior of the store. On the left are multiple furnaces. Uh, some connected to the chimneys you saw outside, some not, resulting in, a, like, a smoky haze that's, like, hovering in the, like, in the ceiling of the store. Adjacent to the smithy is a kitchen that looks like, uh, as though they shared the furnaces with both the smithy and for cooking. Old bruised fruit lays scattered on the countertops. Uh, and on the right side of the sh shop is just more junk. Uh, kind of like a pawn shop. You, you guys get the feeling this place is not up to code. And at the front counter, slumped over the register, is an old human man with a severe hunchback with a few loose strands of gray hair on his head and a left eye that's shut uh, and a right eye that's wide open. He's laying on the countertop, head, head's on the counter. He's got flies buzzing around his head. He looks like he's not alive. What do you do? I kind of, I walk over and I like take the like handle of my of my sword, and I kind of hold the scabbard, and I poke him with the handle of my of my sword, like, Hello? <laughs> Are you alive? Alright, so you poke him a few times. 
Jesus. <laughs> Welcome to my establishment. I had you going there for a minute, didn't I? Ah, oh. what do you want? I've got plot armor. I've got MacGuffins. I've got tools of Ex Machina. I've got food. FDA approval is pending. <laughs> I got potions for when things are getting spicy in the bedroom with the ladies. This guy knows what he's t what I'm talking about, and he points in the corner of the shop, and there's just no one there. <laughs> and I've got some catnip, some bird seed. Seriously, what do you want? Bread. Oh, I've got bread. And you see him, he goes All... to a pile of food on the table, and just starts like throwing scraps off, and he finds a moldy piece of bread. It's like, this one's on the house. And he chucks it, at uh at you bread and he misses because his one eye is still shut <laughs> <laughs> i just look i just turn my shit like 180 degrees to look at the, the moldy ass bread look and i go bread, bread. <laughs> angrily that's <laughs> <laughs> ah, still good and he picks it off the ground and takes a bite out of it <laughs> <Pick your hair. laughs> red is thoroughly confused I... what do you want <laughs> Upon him hear upon him hearing catnip, Eclipse's ears fucking prick up, <laughs> and he's like, "Catnip, you say?" Oh yes, the best of the best. Give me the green, my sir. All right, and um, he goes through uh, that pile of junk that I was talking about. That's in the right side of the shop, and he just starts digging and digging and digging. And after like a quiet, awkward two minutes. He pulls out a little ziplocky bag, a fantasy <laughs> ziploc bag, of what you can tell is catnip, and it looks like it's it could be good for about five blunt rotations. <laughs> I fucking, I I go, I grab the bag, I, I I hand I hold my hand out, and I, I need to inspect the product. All right, here he takes out. <laughs> he he. he opens the bag, he takes out a little bit and he places it, like, in your hand for you to try. Damien is interested in what you're doing. I sniff that shit and I lick my hand a little bit mm -hmm. and I just, and I just fucking oh. <laughs> it's, it's You see actually... my pupils just fucking dilate. Yeah, you, you know, despite what you might have thought, it's actually not bad shit. It's like, ah, for the whole pouch. And I'm just. I'd say that'll run you 10 silver. I fucking throw him 11 and I grab that shit out of his head so quick. I just fucking toss it in the air and fucking snatch it. <laughs> um. Alright, you now have. You have a bag of catnips. Like, ah, a man of culture. And he takes out his no. own personal stash of catnip. And he just, <laughs> just shoves like a clove in his mouth. Which is not the way. Holy you, shit. Which is not how you've seen people use catnip before. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what about the rest of you? Well, anyways, all that, all that anger and aggression that Eclipse had has now washed away. <laughs> <laughs> He's just... <laughs> you will have advantage uh, for the rest of the day on wisdom saving throws. My. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll ask him to see. Let's if fucking any, uh... go. This <laughs> You're just really Quite mellow. Curious. 
Okay, so I'll, I'll turn to the half-dead reeking man. He's alive, and... he just smells awful. You get a feeling he does not, he's not a man who bathes. <laughs> so I'll turn to him and ask if he has any arrows. Arrows? Oh yeah, I've got you some arrows. And um, he fishes through and he finds like, uh, what do they call it, like a sheath of arrows. All look like, like they come from, like all different makes and models and stuff. And um, he's like, for this, I would say about five silver. And uh, I do want to establish something uh, real quick. I'm not going to make you guys track rations or arrows or anything like that. So just consider this five silver, just oh, flavor. Uh, because I'm not keeping anyone to this standard. So just know. You're cutting out. Oh, hold on. Cut out for like. Yeah, you cut out for most of that. How do I sound now? Decent. Okay. You're good now. All right. So, I'm not making you guys track stuff like that. If you guys get in a very specific situation, like a stranded or something, then we'll talk about tracking resources. But, no. Just, you you can add arrows to your inventory and just don't worry about it. Okay. Sweet. And don't worry about that five silver. That's flavor. We're gonna just say you get, you had five silver and you gave it to him. So I now, do have a question, though. Yeah. Uh, I did not get a starting weapon. Okay. I'm like a... You, uh, when you, you were making your character, you forgot to add your character. Yes, I, I think I was, but uh, I threw a longbow in. I don't know if that's that's fine. That's right. fine. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like overpowered or anything. Here, like here's that. what we'll do. I'm like, I, hey, you know, I do have a, I do have a bow in here. If you're looking for something a little bit long range, hey. And I will, I will happily uh, take whatever he can give me. And. Uh, with a slight smile. And uh, he digs through the pile of junk and he pulls out a simple wooden bow and arrow that looks like it's kind of being held together by tape. But otherwise, you suspect that it, it should work. And I'll say well, thank you. Whatever works will work. I appreciate it. How much do I owe you? Ah, consider this one on the house for your friend's purchase over there. And you just see like... Uh, Jeffrey's character just has, like, the cat zoomies. He's just, like, looking everywhere <laughs> rapidly. Eyes super dilated. <laughs> I go, you, 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 you said you had, a uh, plot armor? Hmm? <laughs> ah, yes. And you see him pull out just the most, most disheveled, broken armor. Rusted, useless. He's like, ah, for this, I'll give you, I'll give it to you for 50 gold. I'm gonna put on my goggles oh and examine this armor. <laughs> You're putting. Yeah, on? just do I have 50 gold? <laughs> no one has. I'm gonna make an assumption. Individually, you do not have 50 gold, and this armor looks like shit. <laughs> I was saying that I was putting on some goggles that I have. Okay, uh, what did the goggles do? They're just goggles. Goggles. There's nothing special about them. I'm just uh, putting them on to help me uh, just look at this armor. So you're looking. You you think this could have been iron in its prime, but like wear and tear and time has torn apart this chest piece, and it might do more harm than good. You feel like if anyone put that puts that on, they're going to be scratched by all the rusted metal. <laughs> it might not be. You could buy it if you want, and maybe it'll add plus one to your AC, but you know it's fifty gold. You know that's overpriced. 
I believe Yo, we're going to decline the offer for that armor. Yeah, I don't know about that, but what about your weapon? You got that Deus Ex Machina weapon, bro? Uh, let's see. He's gonna scroll through. It's like, well, I have... Let's see, I have a staff. It's just a... A really nice-looking stick. And then your your uh, ears perk up, <laughs> Brad, when you hear the word stick. <laughs> As he's holding out this perfectly carved wooden pole. But, uh, bread. 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 Like this, this will go for about five gold. Is there anything special about it? I mean, it's a really nice staff. Could be, could be good. Cool. For, could be good for bonking folks. Hell yeah! What else you got, man? I know uh, you got more. I got some, shit. I got some scrolls. Let's see, I got a scroll of absorb elements. What the hell does this shit do? Alright. Absorb elements, you say? Yeah, so apparently, I'm reading the manual here. It captures some of the incoming energy of an attack, lessening its effect on you. And then you can turn it around and use it on a fool. So basically, the way he's describing it to you is, um, you can take some of an incoming attack. Uh, like a magical attack, and then you can turn it around on a fool. Uh, <clears throat> I've also... Sir, how much would you pot for that for? Um, that, I'll give it to you for 20 gold. <clears throat> how much gold do each of you have? Out of curiosity. I had 10 gold on me. Alright, what about everyone else? I'm not sure. <laughs> I had 15. Alright. It's like, well, if you guys are wanted to go in on a scroll, I think you've got the money. What else do you have? I shall have to wait until we are properly compensated for our work. Uh, let's see. I got a scroll of guidance. I have a scroll of hex. I mean, is there anything else you're looking for? Because I've only, I only got this stuff for a limited time. It might not be here when you get back. Hmm. So you get the. By when way, you the... say. No, go ahead. When you say a limited time, does that mean you're gonna have new stuff when we get back too? Oh, I'll have new stuff. This is a pawn shop of sorts, and a kitchen, and a smithy. I do it all, baby. Um. But yeah, no, it's you know I cycle through the garbage pretty fast, so there'll be new stuff when you get here, but the other stuff might be gone. Unfortunately, I will have to decline on the offer. Alright, fair enough. Yeah, I'm gonna have to as well. I'll pass on it. Well, ah. gentlemen, if there's nothing else that we need from here, we should be on our way. Alright, come back anytime, you... You bambinos. Excuse me? No, it's a... It's a term of endearment. I think. Brent's just gonna look Bambino. Bambino. <laughs> Come along, Brent. I would like to say, I'd like, uh... Brent. I'll, I'll turn and say, uh... I quite like that, actually. Maybe a party name for the group? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna look to the cat that's, uh, high off his rocker, and I'm gonna look to Bread. <laughs> oh, Bambino would be an excellent name for your adventuring... 
will workshop it. Ah, right, <laughs> I'll see you fucking Bambinos later. Ah, he just like falls back down onto the table. <laughs> Flies start buzzing around him again. <laughs> well, I believe, uh, believe the man over at City Hall said uh, that our journey would be about a day and a half's worth, correct? Uh, half day. Half day. Um, which I'm gonna say is 12... Is uh, days 12 hours? Or days 24? We'll say, you know what, fuck it. We'll say it takes you six hours to walk there. What, uh, anything you guys do while you walk there? Anything else before we leave? I'd like to do a quick little glance around at the town folks and the people, or and the buildings, okay. and see if there's anything odd. Um, nothing odd per se, uh, in terms of the buildings and the people. The buildings are your average, like, uh, village dwellings, just mostly single-story housing, some second stories. Um, you know, there's a little fountain in the center of town. That's uh, not even spouting in water. It looks like it hasn't been maintained super well. Uh, the people, like I said, all walks of life. You have a lot of humans. There's some, there's some dwarves. Um, there's a few elves here and there. But nothing that sticks out too much. There is, however, if you're exploring the town, you do come upon a shrine um, made of stones taken from what you could see. Uh, so probably some nearby ruins based on, like, some information maybe a nearby uh, villager is telling you about uh, is dedicated to the Cosmic Orc, the god of luck and good fortune. Um, you know, there's like a, there's a, what do they call it? Like, when there's like sign with stuff you can see. There's like a plaque with information. Uh, it's usually mm -hmm. named, it's maintained by elf acolyte named Sister Venedita. Uh, who, again, if you're talking to other village people, would, would inform you that she's currently out of town at the moment. Uh, and she Damn. actually takes a different, she's a believer in the Cosmic Orc, but she takes a different um, approach to the mythos, uh, where the, cos the orcs themselves, most of them, believe that, you know, orc, the orc god is just kind of looking out for orc kind, wants them to be on top. Uh, she believes that the Cosmic Orc represents all of us. You know, that, that she stands for helping the weak, the poor, and the oppressed. Um, and you know that this sister Venedita is a bit of a figure in the community. Um, but other than that, that's all you really know about the Shrine of Luck. You're not sure if it does anything or whatever. And the shrine itself is, it looks like a statue of just an orc uh, holding like a, like a sword above its head try to treat. can i try can i try praying in front of it um okay you you, you pray in front of it roll me a little i hold bit. i hold my holy i hold my holy item because i'm a paladin oh yeah. you are a paladin okay roll me a religion check damn i'm rolling so bad right now nine yeah uh, I mean, you, you do pray to the statue, uh, as you've prayed, I'm sure, a million times before to other, to your own gods, deities, or whatever you believe in, your culture. Um, I mean, you know, there's nothing else that happens. And I take one cop, is there like a, like a, um, what's it called? Like a tithing little, like, cup, like something to put, uh, like donation in it? Yes. Yeah. That. 
I, I, I think or like, or like a sacrificial, like a sacrifice thing, like a, like a. There's like a bowl at the end the, of the statue's feet. There's like, put there's something a, in. Yeah, there's there's a bowl built on the foundation by the statue's feet, and you put in a little donation. You can see there's a few. Because shit there. didn't happen, I take I take a little bit of my catnip and a copper, and I put them in there. And okay. then I walk away. Alright, you, you donate to the Orca God uh, some copper and some marijuana. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyone else doing anything with the shrine? Uh, I'd like to read the plaque. Um, okay. Um, if possible. Yeah, so the plaque is written in common. And, um, and it, so the title of the plaque says uh, Cosmic Orc uh, Mythos. And it just... What it talks about is the origins of the cosmic orc. That it was once an orc, an orc man is the belief of the cosmic orcs. That orc man was just a normal orc, thousands or maybe hundreds of thousands of years ago, who was just living his life and through great feats of strength and you know adventuring and achievements, he was able to descend to godhood. And this is a pretty, this is kind of a running theme with not just the cosmic orcs but religion in general. Uh, a lot of gods are interpreted as being humanoid, being mortal at some point in their lives, and that godhood is something you ascend to. And the cosmic orcs are no uh, different in that regard. Um, and Interesting. He's orc Jesus. He's basically orc Jesus. They did Fuck nail, yeah. <laughs> they nailed him on a fantasy cross. <laughs> and, um, upon, upon, upon reading that, Little 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 thing. Freaking Eclipse pulls out a little, little notebook he has and he scribbles mm -hmm. down. So. Mm -hmm. He puts it away and he goes, "Interesting." Yeah. So let's see. Is there anything else I'm missing? Um. No, I think I think you guys get the gist. Um. But yeah, no, it, and it just talks about uh. There's, it's a pretty, it's a sizable plaque. It's built like into the foundation. And it's just that it talks about the general interpretation about how the orc monsters of the Tempest Lands have been radicalized through the discovery of ancient artifacts from a past civilization and through the power of gullibility, denial, and some significant leaps in logic, the cosmic orc religion was born. Their presence <laughs> in the world was it has been growing more and more. Their view is more oppressive, aggressive, and brutal to the non-believers. And it's important to know what the cosmic orc truly stands for, not for what people of evil and sin would like you to believe. And that's what the plaque reads. Hmm. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Bread. Bread. <laughs> Roll me a religion check. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, roll it. <laughs> you say bread to the statue? Bread. I got a, um, what's my chair religion? Oh, I got a uh, five. Bread. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, a little bit of sunlight gleams off the shiny statue and blinds you. <laughs> <laughs> Does he try to steal the copper because it's shiny? Do you? Oh, there's money? Yeah, I'll take that ship. <laughs> <laughs> How many copper do I get? How many did you put in? I put one copper you in get there. one copper. Alright, I immediately, once I realize there's there's a shiny coin on the ground, I'm going to pick it up. Like, Ooh, bread. Alright, you steal from the church. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And I'll chuck one. Anyone else? Anyone else want to do something with a statue? <laughs> oh, you guys want to keep walking around? Uh, Damien is more interested in uh, heading to their destination. All right. Uh, if everyone's yeah. ready, then you guys can start making your way. Mm -hmm. So I'm ruling. The school, brother. I like I said, I'm ruling oh, that. Fuck. It'll take six hours to walk there, and so you're not going too far out of town. So the risk of encountering anything is minimal to none. So you guys are just gonna travel on your journey. Um, and it would, let me go ahead and pull up <laughs> notes. Might be good if oh, I knew what you I'm just getting, <laughs> I'm just getting flashbacks right now. To this, <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's a dragon over your head now. Yeah. <laughs> Level one. You guys, a dragon. you guys are going to be a little safe. Actually, you know what? Hold on. Let me pull that up. There is something I roll. You see, I'll, I'll, that shit. I'll roll, roll for the, the bone. dragon. I'll roll for the dragon. Roll the bone, oh, brother. My God. But uh, you won't encounter anything. Nah, else. Colton, we had to deal with this before. You have to deal with it now. God damn All it. right. <laughs> fucking Jacob terrorized us with that fucking dragon. Right. Hey, man. Fuck it's all luck. <laughs> all right. Let's see. All right. No, you guys are safe. <laughs> uh so as you make your journey, you're walking through the first. Everything everything's a okay. You know, it's peaceful. It's nice. It's you know, you're going up in elevation a little bit, so it's getting a little colder, but you know, everything's fine. Um, I am pulling up notes. One sec. You guys have any conversations as you walk? <laughs> Red. Oh, I kind of. I kind of. No, you go, bro. You go. Okay, I'll ask uh, Eclipse uh, what about knowledge he's actually looking for. I then regale the long history of my people. <laughs> you fucked up, brother. <laughs> um, I, I explained to him that when I was young... My mother used to tell me this story at bedtime about an ancient Tabaxian hero whose fur was all black with a white moon-shaped patch on his fur, similar to me. And that throughout the ages... There have been reincarnations of said hero. And that they believe that I am the reincarnation of... What's this nigga's name? <laughs> Shroud. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at it right now. His name was Shroud. And that they're reborn every 5,000 years to bring about some change in the world for the better. And the true reason as to why I left my village was for seeking more knowledge about this. Because my entire village is, thinks I'm the chosen one, but I'm just some fucking barely adult guy trying to make his way through life. I don't fucking got time for this. <laughs> yeah. So I left to get away from the more zealot people in the village who like praised me almost like a god. 
that I did not appreciate or like. And to figure out more about this reborn shit and if it's actually legit. Okay. Sick. Yeah, and, uh, and the one and the, and the guy and, and the guys and Shroud was also known as the Catalyst of Change. Mm-hmm. That was his title. Every uh, to add to that, the way he's describing it, every one of these reincarnated heroes has brought the world into a new era, and every era had more or less a theme. So the, the Shroud guy was the era of change. But it you know every so often every time a hero comes by, they achieve another like era for their people at least that's the way he's describing it to you okay too easy uh, I'll, I'll look at eclipse and tell him uh, well let's hope for a change better than orcs uh, and chuckle a little amen to that brother I bust out the fucking catnip <laughs> I take a little bit and I stick it in my gums and I open the bag and I, sh- and I like gesture to him <laughs> and Doraka will take will take a little. Alright. Does it have any effect on him? That's <laughs> a good question. Just catnip I don't know. Uh how about this? Roll me a constitution saving throw. Okay, dokie. We'll see if it affects uh, human beings. Fail that shit. I gotta fail natural. that shit, bro. Yeah, I gotta I got a tw- or no, I got a natural nineteen, I got a twenty. Okay, dirty twenty. I mean, you don't feel bad. You feel good. Being a little saturated, but everything's fine. You don't hate it. Okay, big bet. And I'll, I'll thank him for sharing. Alright. So, Jeffrey, uh, Eclipse is high. You're a little high. Uh, Jacob's a bird. And Devin's a green goblin. Okay. <laughs> As you're walking, <laughs> uh, you follow a stream uphill to the base of the mountain, uh, the Raven Mountains, where waterfall erosion has carved out a natural concavity. The rolling waterfall creates a cloud of mist as it plunges into a shallow pool of water, within which rise two small little islands inside the little cove inside the mountain, uh, where you're seeing a bunch of, uh, we'll say, eight-foot-tall red-green-purple mushrooms. Um, and one cave opening... Uh, high up has a elevator pulley system uh, that goes up to the entrance 20 to 30 feet above and you see it's got a little um, little handle so you, you you figured you could pull you know activate that lever get up there pretty easy uh, but you can't see inside other than just the mushrooms that are like high you know above the mountain's edge uh, what do you do mm-hmm. I mean yeah, it definitely tracks for what, like, Lester River was saying to you guys. Do you guys go Well, first? then I say we, uh, uh, make, we make it our way up there, then. Okay. Yeah. You guys get onto this elevator. Someone activates the uh, handle, the pulley system. It starts rising. As you go 20 or 30 feet in the air, you see the path you came down, down from. You can see in the very, very far distance. It's just a speck, but you can see the city of Rudiment. And you can also see the mountains across the way, Olive Ca- Canyon. Um, Jeffrey, you'd be a little familiar with Olive Canyon, since it's around from where you're from. Um, Absolutely. And as you get to the front cave entrance, you see 
uh, once you get the 30 feet up there, you see inside this mountain is a big giant cove uh, that's filled mostly with water, but there's tons of those same green and red and purple mushrooms. A lot of them have been fashioned into little houses and stores and shops. Um, and there's very minimal activity going on. Um, and right by the entrance seems to be some basic goods. You Lest also mentioned that, uh, that there's a lot of trading with the gnomes and the people of Rudiment. Uh, so it looks like Rudiment dropped off a good, like, good, good supply of, like, barrels of ale that are just sitting there. There was a wagon, um, and then just, like, some other goods, some basic food rations. And, uh, standing next to all this, all these resources is a gnome with a longsword. A gnome longsword, which to all of you looks more like a dagger. <laughs> and... <laughs> what that? And um, and he's wearing a pointy red hat. Stands about three feet tall. He's like, "Ahem, pardon me, humanoids. I advise you not to enter. We are having a mimic infestation. Everything is fine. Feel free to leave. Thank you. You're welcome. My name's Ganathan." <laughs> I've ever seen a gnome before. No. Red. I fucking immediately dash forward. And then I like, I like hunch down, and I'm almost like on all fours, so I'm like eye level with this guy. Uh, hi. <laughs> and I go, I've never seen one of y'all before. And he looks into my eyes, and they're fucking huge pupils, bro. <laughs> fucking so dilated. And I'm just like, I'm like, I've never met one of you guys before. All right, this one is scaring me. I'm going to talk to you, and he points at Damien. What? What? You need to leave. Apologies. You said your name was Ganathan? My name is Ganathan. Well, it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. We are a couple of adventurers from the town of Rudiment. On a quest to inform the gnomes of this, uh... This is a cave system, right? Yeah, this is a cave system. To inform the gnomes of this cave system of a looming threat of a dragon in the area. Uh... I mean, that that sucks. That sucks a lot. We kind of have our own problems, though. Is it possible that we Stay can help little man. problems? I mean, have you ever dealt with mimics before? No, but I'd love to. Uh, it would be a worthwhile learning experience. Listen, we've been having a serious mega problem. He's been attacking and eating a lot of us. You know, we'll be massacred like oh. cattle with each passing second. The Mimic's been here about a week. We had about 3,500 gnomes before the Mimic got here. You know how many gnomes we have now? To me. Uh, well, actually, hold on. He pulls out a notebook. like, let's see. Well, he got Cassandra yesterday, and the day before he got, he got Gateri and Gaperi. And... <laughs> Alright, we got about 23 <laughs> gnomes left. The 3,500? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> Damien is actually going to be taken aback after hearing that. I'm like... <laughs> After a week? <laughs> well, that's that's a little overkill. It's probably been closer to like eight days. But yeah. Okay, <laughs> it seems that this is a much entire problem than you were initially making it out to be. <laughs> I mean, I said it was pretty bad. <laughs> yes, but you didn't say it was losing over thirty-five thousand gnomes bad. I mean, it's pretty like like yeah. <laughs> It's like, if you want to help us, you can start with our keen, 
He's, uh... Well, we have two Keens. We have Keen Matthews and Keen Jeremy. Uh, Keen Jeremy was attacked by the Mimic uh, while I was pretending to be a shower curtain. And, uh, he survived, but he's been acting a little, a little kooky. Or, as we like to call it in gnome culture, batshit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you, if you could accompany me along to the Keen, try to snap him out of his, uh, his craziness, uh, that'd be very beneficial to me. Uh, but I think, firstly, we should consult with the remaining gnomes and, you know, see if we can track down this mimic. We think there's at least more than one. Huh. More than one. At least two. <clears throat> Very well, then. <laughs> no, we would be more than obliged to, uh, help you with this mimic problem you have. Yeah. Um, alright. As you, as he leads the way, uh, you are walking through the general gnome settlement. Um, so, again, a lot of those mushrooms are building. Some of them are just mushrooms. For example, one mushroom, a green one, has a space carved out for a window pane and a little wooden door. You see an elderly gnome woman baking a mushberry pie. Uh, you see another mushroom structure down the road with a tavern sign, and it's called the Mush and Slush. And that one, it seems like there's a little bit of activity in there, but otherwise, you know, not nothing big, just some chatter. And um, as as you guys walk through this town, you uh, a few minutes pass, and you approach a rickety bridge about 35 feet in length, above a 20 foot, uh, about 20 feet above a pool of water. And uh, Ganathan's gonna speak up, like, okay. This bridge is kind of more designed for gnomes, so if you cross one at a time, it should be fine. Should be. Probably. Maybe. Bridge. And so he crosses, no problem. I see, it's sturdy. How, how big is this gap? Um, it is 35 feet in length. And it's 20 feet high, above a pool of water. I don't think I can make that. Okay, I'll, I'll cross the bridge. Okay, you cross the bridge. Anyone else crossing the bridge? Yeah. I will wait for uh, Mr. Oak to uh, cross the bridge fully before uh, following after. If Oak goes by himself, then nothing happens. He the bridge. Actually, I will be the last to go through. I'll have uh, I'll have uh, Eclipse go next. Okay. I, I go next. Yep, you cross the bridge. I'm sorry, I, I missed I missed I missed what just happened. Can can someone explain? I'm sorry. You're crossing a gnome bridge, uh Ganathan told you to cross one at a time. I see. Yes, I cross. Yeah. Alright. I'm gonna look yeah, I'm gonna look over to Brett and be like, Alright, Brett, your turn. Brett. I'm gonna just I'm gonna to walk across it as well. You walk across, Damien. I assume you walk across it. Everyone crosses. Yeah. We did it. You solved my bridge puzzle. <laughs> we done it. <laughs> <laughs> I I look I look at the birdman and say, "Can't you just fly over?" I'm gonna look very very angrily at you and go, <laughs> "Fred!" And then I'm gonna walk away like a pouting like a pouting woman. <laughs> what? Like what the fuck did I do? He's a bird. Did you just ask that Kinku if he could fly? I've never met you one dummy? before. You dummy! You dummy! That's so... Play. You dummy. That's so offensive to his people. 
I've never met these people before. How did I know? I mean, you can, can they not fly? I mean, can they? I mean, do you see him flying? I. It was. It was a question. I was Look at curious. Him. Look, at him. Look at his hurt feelings. Look how sad he is. I. I'm I so walk good. over. Are there any sticks nearby? Easily. Cave. <laughs> the Easy. cave. Oh yeah, is yeah, it's a cave. I, so easily not. I okay. I, I look at I look at little gnome friend. I look at my little gnome guy, and I go, "Do you have any bread on you?" Any bread? I mean, yes. yeah. Uh, he pulls out a gnome-sized loaf of bread, which is like gotta be one bite for a slice. <laughs> like I got this. It was gonna be my lunch for the day. How about this? I pull out a piece of copper, which is probably huge to him, and yeah. I and I put it in his hand. Or I, I, like, hold it out to him, and he, like, fucking grabs it with two hands. And I grab the piece of bread. Oh my god, this could feed me for months. <laughs> Thank you. You can eat that? No, I would buy food. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. And then I, I, take, I take over the little piece of bread. And then, <laughs> do I have any bread on myself? You, if you have, we can assume you carry food on you when you adventure. So yeah, I think. Okay, I, think you have I, I, I take some bread and some mixed nuts and like dried fruit, and I like cut. I like dig open like a little hole in the bread, and I stuff it full of the nuts and the little dried fruit, and then I close it with the gnome bread, and then I walk over there and I hand it to him. That's actually kind of neat. Alright, bread. You get this, like, actually cut a decent bread meal. You get a bread bowl. Mm. Bread! I, I accept it. Bread. And, and I'm, I'm sorry, bread. bread. I didn't know. You can add a point of inspiration for that idea. That was oh, fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for the inventor of the bread bowl. Not, not you, go. Jacob, for eating. <laughs> Alright. Let's like, fucking go. The bread bowl. Eyes across this bridge and that happens <laughs> you approach a large norm gnome fuck a large gnome door aka a normal sized door for you guys and it's wide open against the kitchen. oh yeah inside is a dining room with a kitchen table multiple chairs utensils plates uh as you walk inside Nathan gestures for you to take a seat uh you feel like you're sitting at a kid's table at a wedding and uh Nathan runs into the adjacent kitchen and yells for everyone to come out and when he does, he comes back, and with him comes six gnomes. And Nathan goes, Alright, these are all the staff I have accounted for today, for the castle. Introduce yourself, gnomes. They've all had run-ins with the mimics. <laughs> it's like, I'm G April. Uh, I saw him in the pantry eating the chef. And then, I'm, I'm Cassandra. I saw him outside the town pretending to be a trash can. It's like, and then another one speaks up, I'm Gabart. I think I saw him pretend to be a mushroom. And, uh, another one speaks, because there's six, and I regret making six. Comic Gawali, I think I saw in the air room with all the barrels. And then, Gatabatha says, I don't think it's a mimic, I think it's a conspiracy. And then the sixth gnome speaks up, he says, hi, my name's Adrian. I don't know, I just work here part-time. Bread is gonna hold on to the conspiracy. Bread, bread. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I, 
And so could they just speak up? He's like, I mean, he could, he could really be anywhere. Um, so we could, you know, we could travel to the Keen. We're gonna go through all these areas anyway, and so we can look. But uh, I don't know if you guys had a different idea. It is dangerous the journey, it's at least a twenty-minute journey. So twenty minutes, you say? I say let's. Where was the last place it was seen? Uh, Adrian is gonna speak up, and he's like, oh, I guess, I guess I saw it in here earlier, but I thought it was a chair, but no one believes me, because I'm part-time. And then Nathan is gonna, uh, say, um, man, if only, if only Adrian could mimic being a good worker. And then everyone, all the gnomes, anyway, besides Adrian, are gonna kind of chuckle and laugh. So is Adrian not a gnome? He's a gnome. He's just for some reason being dunked on. And um, as as everyone laughs, I would like everyone, the gnomes, I would like everyone to roll a perception check. Oh, that's a nat 20, baby. Okay. What do I see? I'll uh, wait for everyone else, and then I'll see, uh, I'll tell you. Oh, my computer froze. Oh, there it is. 10. 10 for Devin. Okay, perception? and this is going to be yeah, on... Perception. I got a 10. Damn, okay. Perception. I got a 10. Damn! <laughs> okay, so Jeff, you got the nat 20, right? Yes, sir. Alright, so... Everyone who didn't get the nat 20... Uh, the whole table left. That's it, that's all you notice. Jeffrey... Uh, the whole table laughed. <laughs> oh. Uh, how close are the gnomes to the table? Everyone uh, is sitting at the table. Everyone's sitting at the table. Yep. I... I kind of... It's like... I <laughs> don't know how I'm gonna do this. I... I look at all the poor little gnome guys. Yeah. All the boys. Yeah. They're laughing all at the Adrian. Adrian looks mad. <laughs> oh, I go, I go, all right now. Leave poor Adrian alone. How about you all? All the gnomes. And like, then yeah. we'll follow after you. Did you cut out? Because <laughs> I missed that you said. I I think Jeffrey was saying that uh, he wants uh, the gnomes to get up and leave, and we'll follow after oh. them. Um, yes, that's exactly what I said. Sorry, I guess I must have cut out. I said, all the gnomes, you guys lead the way, and then we'll follow after you. I mean, we should all go together. I think it's very, very important that we all stay in this room and discuss a plan of attack. And then we'll I smile. <laughs> I smile and show my very pointy teeth. Roll an intimidation check. Wait. How does that sound? Roll me an intimidation check. Well, shit. Because <laughs> that's a nat 20. That's a nat 20? Jeff, Jeff lagged out for me a little bit. Did he say he got a nat yeah. 20? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he, he lagged out for me, too. 
<laughs> Jeffy, what'd you get? You got a nat one. I got a nat one? And we're not gonna listen to you, you're high! I can tell! <laughs> I'm gonna- I'm gonna lean over to, uh... I'm, I'm gonna... Lean over to, uh, Eclipse and say, Is something the matter? Oh... <laughs> Eclipse? He... Oh no, he's so high, he's unresponsive. Oh god. It's okay, cause I'm fucking pulling up certain, uh, certain things. <laughs> so... He's got time. Is he muted? Mm. Question. Is it Jake Jeffrey? Sorry, sorry, sorry. My, like, laptop, like, shit itself. I rolled a nat one. Nat one. So he goes, we're not listening to you. You're very clearly high. I don't know what you could possibly perceive about the situation that we would possibly need to know about in this moment. I go, okay. How I about lean over this? <laughs> after uh, after uh, the gnomes say that, I'm going to lean over to uh, you, Eclipse, and I'm going to say, is something the matter? <laughs> All right. He's so fucking high, bro. <laughs> At this point. At this point. <laughs> Something's the matter, my friend. Is the, the fucking Windows startup? Uh, this yes. Sorry, sorry, I, I reconnected. I, mi I missed what you just said. What'd you say? I was asking you if something was the matter. I pull out my notebook and I write in it the table is the mimic <laughs> and I show it to him. I'm gonna pull out a dagger, mm -hmm. dagger, and I'm going to, I'm gonna pull out a dagger, and I'm going to, I'm not gonna like stab it fully through the table, but I'm just gonna like uh, dig uh, the tip of it into the table while we're all talking. Oh! <laughs> all of a sudden, you see a giant orange eye open up on the table as you po poke the knife into the t into the mimic, and it goes. <gasps> And a big, a big mouth opens up on the top half of the table, uh, in a giant with jagged teeth and a purple elongated tongue spits out and tries to grapple one of the gnomes. I would like everyone to roll oh, initiative. God damn it! This is why I wanted them to fucking leave. <laughs> and as Ganathan yells, "Ah! If only there was some clue!" We'll say we'll say Ganathan was the one who grappled. <laughs> Yeah, that little dickhead. <laughs> little dickhead doesn't want to fucking listen to me. Piece of shit. Okay, uh, I rolled a six on my initiative. Oh shit! I should write this down. Dick, I rolled a six. Oh, I rolled a nineteen. Okay. I'm looking for initiative on the sheet. Right it's now. it's right above where it says actions in it's between your, armor uh, class. Yeah. Oh, initiative. I see. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, I got a four. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Alright, bro, I'm about to divine smite this piece of shit, bro. <laughs> and, uh, Don't worry, I got you. Jacob, what'd you get? I got a nine. Nine, alright. The gnomes are gonna have one initiative, and I, you guys will all see why shortly. 
Those fucking rat bastards. They got a nat one, to... so they will be going last. And then, <laughs> and then the mimic. Let's see. I gotta pull up his stats. So I don't mimics. think I don't think he gets anything for his initiative. I don't think. Oh holy shit! Wait a minute. I'm level one. I don't have smite. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're level. Yeah, we're level one. And he got a. Oh, we're level one. We're fighting. We're level one. Fighting a mimic. <laughs> this is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you guys disgusted in uh. Red. Red. I'm just trying to eloquently say, guys, read over our heads. We gotta go. All you can hear is bread. Bread. And we will. You know, I tried to be discreet. I tried. Devin was like, I got this. Okay. Oh, that's too loud. All right. You so... can't make your overpowered build, Devin, if you don't make it to level twenty, dog. All right, Jeff. <laughs> you're going. You're going first in the initiative. Uh, the mimic has made himself known, and he has grappled Ganathan. Ganathan's screaming like a pussy. What do you do? No. How far away am I from the table? Am I like just at the table? Everyone sitting at the table. You. Everyone is within range easily. Okay, <laughs> um, I mean, I just want to stab through the f his eyes right there, right? I just want to stab through his fucking eye. Okay, uh, roll me an attack. Oh, it was a 24. It was almost a nat 20, dude. Okay, 24 to hit? <laughs> yeah, that hits. Yeah, so I'm just going to stab it right through its fucking eye. All right. Go ahead and stab him in the eye, roll the damage. <laughs> it did four damage. Alright. It definitely hurt. <laughs> uh, as you stab him in his eye, you do connect with the giant eye and you like you're, you're what was it, a dagger? Or is it a sword? No, it was a sword. His sword it was a long sword. Carves deep into his eye as he screams and squells. I don't know if squells will work, but that's the noise he makes. And then suddenly about two dozen smaller orange eyes open up around the big eye. <laughs> and they all look at you. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? And I back up from the table, like, about five feet. Okay. And then that, yeah, that's the end of my turn. All right. Oh my god, I can't attack four times in a turn, okay. fuck. Well, the Mimic is next. <laughs> oh no, Jeff. And I'm going to let you know, he was not thrilled that you did that to him. <laughs> so let's see. What can my boy do? Bring it, bitch. Hmm. What's By the way, what CR level is a fucking mimic? Um. Uh. 100. Huh? No, it's two. <laughs> <laughs> so. Don't, don't, don't overthink it, boys. I promise. Uh, Pseudopod. Okay, he's gonna do a... You know, he's gonna do a bite attack at you, Jeffrey. He's, he's a little irritated. So, he's gonna roll. That's gonna be a 13 to hit. Jeffrey? Jeffrey? He's still high. He's still, still high. high. He's like... He's high Damn. I'm sober enough to stab you, but not high enough to react. <laughs> you need to check, check his character sheet for his AC. Uh, 
Oh, 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 you're backseat DMing? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm back. I got another call. What what, what, what happened? Uh, 13 uh, AC. Oh, misses, bro. Damn. And so he tries to bite Stupid you. Bitch. And uh, he completely whips. Because you were the, with your nat 20, you saw this shit coming from a mile away. So he dodged. Bitch. And that's going to be... Back to the lobby, my nigga. Back to the lobby. I believe that's all he can do on his turn. I think he just gets one action. So... Alright, so next in the order is gonna be, um, let's see, I think Jacob, you're next. Oh my Bread. god. Bread! Bread! I'm going to, um, like, 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 uncloak myself and just, like, and pull up my, my, uh, my light crossbow and put a bolt in it. And I'm going to shoot at it, um, from my distance. Alright, roll to hit. That is a 17 to hit. That hits, roll your damage. Okay. Ideal. Oh lord. I do four piercing damage. Yeah! Alright. Just fucking shoot it. You shoot him and you, you know, a couple of arrows fly loose and you pick out a few of his eyes and he continues to scream out in pain. You know, mimic noises. And. As they do. Um, yeah, that's gonna be the end of Yeah, as we know, that is what they sound like. Alright, that was Jacob's turn. Devin, you're next. Ooh, this seems like a good time to try out my invention. Alright, I'm... Alright, I'm going to cast Firebolt on it. <laughs> you hear the, you hear the uh, maybe go, uh-oh. <laughs> Alright. And uh, the way we're flavoring this is, I'm going to reach into my bag and pull out an orb. Mm-hmm. Orb that I'm going to throw in- specifically into its mouth. Okay. Interesting. Alright, how about- how about this? You will have you roll something to see if you can get him- get it in his mouth. They still do damage, but if you can get it in his mouth, I'll let you do double damage. Okay, uh, let me roll to a- roll to attack. Roar an attack. And then... Oh, I'm... oh, that was a seven to hit. Yeah, that misses, actually. So. You... Oh, unfortunate. So, how do your. Uh, how do your. Fi... This is a fire bolt flavor, right? So, how does this work? Does it just explode? Uh, make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, the target takes 1d4 fire damage. A flammable object hit by this spell ignites if it isn't being worn or carried. Uh, so he's just not gonna take any damage, because I guess uh, I just fucking whiff this throw. <laughs> Alright, so you whiff this, it runs over to, like, the kitchen cabinets and stuff, and it explodes, and the kitchen is a little, a little inflamed right now. <clears throat> you did some damage to the gnome's kitchen, but otherwise you just missed. Anything else? Unfortunate. Uh, yeah, no, I can't use two weapon fighting, because I didn't use a weapon as my first attack, so, uh, that's gonna be my turn. Colton, you're up. There's a mimic in front of you. Yeah, absolutely. I would like to uh, just hop back a couple paces. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to hit it with a longbow. Gotcha. All right. Roll to hit. All right. Let's see. Uh, 15. 15 hits. Do your damage. Nice. Right. All right. And keep in mind. Do you have sneak attack at level one? You, uh, I, think you, I think you do. <sighs> I would not know where to find that. Well, scroll to the bottom of your actions page. 
I do have a sneak attack. Right. Okay, cool. There are multiple allies around this creature, so you can add sneak attack damage. Yeah. So... Okie dokie. It's 1d6. Yeah. Yeah, so you'll, so yeah. you'll roll your roll to hit, and if you hit, you'll roll your damage, and then you'll just roll a d6 to see. Okay, so right now I'm at 4 damage, and then I'll roll the sneak attack, yeah. and that is 2 more. So I'm at a total of 6 damage. All right. Big baller. Not bad. You get you land a nasty hit on the mimic. Um... And I'll give it a little tough, like a little fucking middle finger, you know, for scaring me. He's like, oh! Doesn't know what it means, but he knows it's an insult. And that's your turn? That is my turn. Uh, with a nat one, the gnomes are next. Um, Ganathan <laughs> is grappled, so I'll say he'll go after the rest of the gnomes. Uh, let me put him in the turn order, technically. Uh, the other gnomes are seeing the current situation, and they're gonna leave. <laughs> like, fuck this! And he's like, I don't want to die today! And then Adrian's like, oh, fucking lame. <laughs> and then uh, Adrian's just gonna like walk out the other way. He's gonna just leave the castle. <laughs> and so that's the general gnome's turn. Ganathan is grappled by the tongue. So, let's see. Mimic has advantage on tackles against any creatures grappled. So he's got to make an athletic check, I believe, to escape the grapple. Yeah, contested, I believe, right? Contested, yeah. So um, I'll have the mimic roll a strength, and then I'll have Nathan roll another number for uh, escape. <laughs> he's so fucked. <laughs> uh, so ah, well, maybe not. The mimic got a nine, and Nathan is gonna roll. Ganathan got a seven, so no, no, Ganathan. <laughs> Ganathan is sadly still grappled, and he's like, "Oh my, no, wait, oh my God, why, why, what did I do to deserve this? I'm an innocent little guy. I'm a gnome. No." And that's his turn. <laughs> he's just gonna scream and yell. Um, we'll go back up to Jeffrey. I notes. move forward. Yeah. No, go ahead. I move forward, and as I do so, I go, hmm, maybe next time you'll listen to the cat person, huh? Oh, I'm so sorry. I should have listened. I should have listened. God. Woe is me. I, I fucking stab it in, in the middle eye, because there are multiple now, right? I stab it in the <laughs> middle one. The middlemost eye. Maybe it's gonna just start closing eyes, <laughs> but you get one shot in. Uh, roll to attack. Uh, nine to hit. Nine misses. I'm sorry. He, uh, but... you, know, you know what it is? He just closed his eyes. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, was still high. Go to sleep. Oh, wait, Go does to he sleep. get one to advantage? Does that do anything? He, I, 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 I forbade him. Said he had about two dozen smaller eyes. I'm not saying that you guys Ooh. couldn't blind him. Like just small eyes. But you gotta hit first. Question. Mm -hmm. If I used my inspiration right now, could I roll with advantage? What did you get? A nine. <laughs> a nine. So, what inspiration does is you can add a d6 to your roll. So, you... And I'll, and I'll be straightforward. You could potentially hit him if you add inspiration if you roll a high enough d6. So, do you want to use your inspiration now? 
Yeah, I used it. I added a 5 to that, so it's a 14. Okay, that hits. So, your first hit, you, you bonk him. He closes his eyelids. You're like, fuck. You go in for another hit, and this time you go for a side swipe. And you do however much damage you do. How much do you do? 8 damage. Fuck yeah. Good fucking hit. Alright. So, math. Okay, that's how much health he has left. Alright. So, on this turn, you've, I would say, you went with a sight swipe on that second attack, is how I'm flavoring it. And you got most of his eyes to the point where, like, his vision's fucked up, and he will have disadvantage for until the end of your next turn. Haha, <laughs> suck my dick, bitch. Alright, and that's your turn? Yo, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh. Two weapon fighting. I have my sickle in my fucking other hand, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> He's doing the attack thing again. He's doing the D&D thing. Uh, when you take the attack action and attack with a light weapon, any weapon that you're holding in one hand, you can use a bonus action to attack with a different light. Oh, it's for light weapons. Never mind then. All right, the Mimic's gonna go next. Mimic is not liking how the fight's going, to be honest. Uh, he sees that he has a grenade in his clutches. Um, he, what's his movement? Okay, he's gonna move 15 feet toward, not the exit, but like further down into the castle. And so he's gonna move 15 feet. I will write that down, because I will forget. And, um... He's gonna attack, attempt to consume Ganathan. Oh, no! So Ganathan's gonna get another shot to try to escape. You better go, bro. Alright, That's let's our see. favorite party member. <laughs> god okay, the Mimic got an 8. So. Oh god. Ganathan just has to beat an 8. He's fucked. Oh, he got a 12! So, oh, at, so the mimic runs 15 feet away, and you can still see him. He's still in your uh, line of sight. He's Ganathan's about to be consumed. He's like, "Oh my god!" He just starts like doing that thing that people do in fights, where they look away and they start swatting their hands. And he actually like slaps his tongue away in such like multiple times where he lets go, and Ganathan's gonna run. Uh, he's gonna run 20 feet away, further down the way, and. Uh, that's the Mimic's turn. He's now 15 feet away, and Nathan's uh, 30 feet away total. Um, and yeah, that's the Mimic's turn. Next in the turn order is... Jacob. Red, I'm going to load another bolt into my crossbow, and I'm going to fire at the escaping Mimic. Alright. Got a 21. Believe it or not, that will hit the Mimic. Yeah. I got a 7 damage, 7 piercing damage. 7 damage, alright. That, that, alright. Anything else? No, that's my turn. Alright. Hmm. What? Oh, wait, it's on the Mimic's turn. Uh, it is... Devin's turn. Devin, what would you like to do? I want to throw another pumpkin bomb at it. Alright, roll to hit. Godspeed, Spider-Man. Godspeed, Spider-Man. Godspeed, Spider-Man. Oh my god, you're literally building Green Goblin. Oh yeah. I just realized. <laughs> That's a 23 to hit. That hits. For... 
two fire damage. Two? All right. Ouch, he says. In perfect American English. Anything else? Oh, no, you said that I could... Uh, actually, no, uh, I probably don't even have a good enough uh, side of it to try to fucking throw it in his mouth. He's 15 feet away. It'll be a hard DC, but you can... I'll say you can attempt it. Roll a d20. If you beat... He's, let's see, if you beat a 17, I'll give it to you. 17 or higher. Roll that d20, baby. Damn, an 11. Yeah, no, you hit him, but you don't get in his mouth. Um, okay, that's fine. Colton, you're up next. Okay. Uh, and does this count as another sneak attack because he's not really focused on me, or...? Um... He doesn't technically uh, really focused on you. I I would say Nathan is 15 feet away from him, and you guys are 15 away from him in the opposite direction. So he's not near an ally as of right now. Gotcha. He's not near an ally, but Actually, also he does have... He has disadvantage. You did say the Mimic has disadvantage right now. He does have disadvantage. Yes. Until the end of Jeffrey's next turn. So... Yeah. Uh -huh. So, uh, that could technically mean... Yeah! So you, I think you would get your sneak attack. Yeah! Roll, roll them bones! Yes, sir. So, I'll hit the corner, or the I'll, I'll start kind of, like... I'll kind of take a couple hops over to the side of the room, so I'm up against the wall a little bit. Yeah. Maybe trying to get out of his line of sights. Mm -hmm. And I will roll to hit... And I roll a 18. That hits. Big bet. All right. And I'm going to lock and load an arrow. I rolled an 8. And then I'm going to roll the sneak attack dice. And that is a 11. Total damage? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. He didn't like that at all. You're seeing that the mimic, uh, he's, you land, you've all mostly landed hits on him. And Nathan got away. And so, let's see, is he gonna wanna run? That's your turn, I assume? Alright, so it'll be the- it'll be... Jeffrey's it'll be turn. Jeffrey's turn! Alright, so before anything happens, Jeffrey's turn. Jeffrey, the Mimic's I fucked up. Oh yeah, he's fucked up, got it. I walk up, and he- is he still in the form of the table? He's like... Jet table-esque features. You know what it is? He's like a mutated fleshy form of the table, so he's still got like table legs. That's how he's using to move around. <laughs> it's like it's like. Really oh, I'd like to just, I'd like to just then like, if he's still kind of thin in the center, I just want to chop straight down. All right. In the middle of him. Roll to hit. Oh, 18, bro. That hits. Oh, roll them bones, buddy. Roll them. Dude, four damage. I love low rolling, bro. <laughs> All right, you definitely get a good chunk of the way into his wooden flesh. <laughs> we'll say, uh, but he's not quite dead. Anything and then where's Nathan? Where's uh, Nathan at? He's running he... fifteen feet away. I uh, get in the way of the mimic and Nathan. Gotcha. And then, yeah, that's the end of my turn. All right. The next in order is the mimic. The mimic's specifically pissed off at you. <laughs> Bring it, bitch. And you are Bring right it, in front bitch. of him, so he is gonna make um, a his attack called Pseudopod. It's a melee weapon attack, apparently. So I'm gonna say he's trying to hit you with his tongue. Hell yeah. Um, on duty, I'm catching this bitch. Let's let's roll. Let's see. Roll the bones. Wow! Does a seven hit? 
No, it doesn't. Fuck! He, he rolled a... Damn, he rolled a horrible... Alright, nothing happens. This Mimic is not feeling good about himself. Like, haha, suck my dick, bitch. And, um... I'm yeah. high as fuck right now. That's gonna be his turn! Alright. Um... So that would mean, I believe... Jacob. Jacob, you're up. Red. Is it still in my line of sight? It's in everyone's line of sight. Uh huh. I'm loading another arrow into the bolt. It's time to shoot him again. Shoot him again. Over 24 to hit. That hits, Jesus. Six piercing damage. Alright. He's still alive. <laughs> but he is not having a good time. That is my turn. Pumpkin bomb. All right, roll to hit. Doesn't eleven hits? It does not. That misses. Damn. Uh, 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 yeah, I can't do nothing else. Uh, that's my turn. All right, uh, Colton, fucked up mimic. What do you do? Yes, sir. And he, he's probably pretty weak at this point. Oh, so. you? I mean, you guys. I'm gonna put some flavor on this motherfucker. Yes. I would like to aim for the arrow that's already inside of the motherfucker. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna try to split it like Robin Hood. All right, Robin Hood, roll to hit. Yes, sir. You cheeky bitch. I'm God. I a oh, fucking rolled an eleven. <laughs> so what happens? You shoot and you hit the arrow, and it just bounces off. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you 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 pulled you pulled from the arrows that Schmuck gave you, and it was yeah. like a fucking faulty arrow, and it just like had a rubber tip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's the end of your turn. Yeah. I'll just chuckle at myself and say, well, you can't hurt me for trying. No. Jeffrey, you're... Oh, wait, no, it's Nathan, technically. Nathan runs away. Anyway, Jeffrey, it's you your pussy. turn. <laughs> like, good it's like, good luck with all that! <laughs> I I pull back my, my, sword, my sword, and I copy what Colton just did, and I go to hit in the part where I took the chunk out of him. Alright, you try to carve deeper into his flesh. Roll to hit. Another 18. That hits. Let's go. Let's go. Max roll. 13 damage. Okay. Eat it, bitch. Eat it, bitch. Alright, Jacob. <laughs> Not Jacob. <laughs> Jeffrey. How are you yes. going to do this? I would like to fucking hit that same spot. And while I do so, I want to be staring into the biggest mimic eye. That's there. And I just want him to see, because I still have my hood on. I always have my hood on. Yeah. And I just want him to see while he's fading from this life into the fucking purgatory, <laughs> wherever the fuck he goes, is just all blackness. My white chest, like the white circle on my chest, and two fucking piercing blue eyes, and just complete darkness, everything else, <laughs> as it all fades to black. That piece of shit. <laughs> Why don't you roll me uh, as you're, as he's about to die? Roll me a quick intimidation check. Can be with advantage. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> you are killing him. 
Oh, well, that's an 18. You see... That's a nat 20. That's a nat 20. I'm scared that they get a death. You see, um... As you carve through his flesh, and you start cutting him, carving him down the middle. First, it felt wooden the first chop, and the second time, when you got through the wooden layer, and you could feel the flesh and the intestines as you started carving through. And when the mimic looks at you, uh... It looks in your eyes, your super dilated eyes, your pupils, and uh, you see its singular big eye becomes super constricted. You see the look of fear as the life is drained from his body. And as you split him in half, you see all kinds of purpley flesh and blood and organs spill out, along with several gnome bones. And oh, that fuck. will be the end of combat. You solved. Hell yeah! <laughs> you solved my mimic puzzle. Man. Hell yeah, that twenties, buddy. Dude, I'm like, I'm, I'm at two so far. It's good. Did anyone What's even that? take damage during that fight? No, no one took any damage. Yeah, he rolled horribly. <laughs> yeah, because I, I have nine hit points, so I'd, I'd rather not take. I damage. mean, he just had to hit you. That's all he had to do. Yeah. So, you kill the mimic. It's gross. Disgusting. Uh, Alright. Damien is gonna call for the gnomes and say, The mimic's dead! Are Uh, the, um, are my arrows salvageable? Oh yeah, again, like, I'm not tracking it. I also assume you would, like, pick up arrows and stuff. Okay. Just making sure they weren't... I, uh... They're very gross, though. (laughs) I, uh... I'll wipe them off. Yeah. Very curious as to what the inside of a mimic's guts looks like. I mean, you split him in half. Um, I I put I put some gloves on, and I start rummaging through and pulling out all the gnome bones. <laughs> so and seeing if there's any treasure treasure in his stomach because he's a mimic. That's interesting. What's he got in there? All right, hold on. Well, I'll tell you what I can figure is in there already. Uh, there are definitely no gnome bones. Not so much. They're not old. Like you could tell the flesh was just consumed off of them, right? Like the stomach acid burned it away. At least a decent amount of time ago. Um, so there's no clothes or anything left behind. Um, the it, the mimic's intestines, like I said, they're all mostly purple. Uh, the, the His long tongue, which is probably about three or four feet in length, uh, is severed too. And you happen to cut it off as you were killing him. Uh, in terms of treasure, we'll say that some of the gnomes probably were carrying some coin on them. So you find ten gold. In the, in, the, hey. in, the, in the guts. I flick two coins to each of the boys. Alright. And then I keep the rest for myself. You did kill them. I did. But they did help. <laughs> two gold to all the boys. And uh, Nathan's gonna roll on back. And, um... Like, you no. just—he th- just sees a pile of gnome bones mm-hmm. <laughs> and a very bloody cat. <laughs> Here's just... a Devin. Technically, hmm, 